Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsford. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and unfortunately, no longer here with me in Las Vegas, but very tired, it seems. You looking forward to your nap today, Andy? Yeah, afternoon nap is on the docket, but yes, we made it back safely and in one piece and with small grief at the airport. I had a checked bag, and apparently they just closed that counter eventually at night. I'm like, well, what do I do? I have a flight at midnight. Like, I don't know. Just bring it through security. Try to check in at the gates. Oh, okay. And that's what I did. I seriously took a massive suitcase through security, and then, they, and then at the gate, I'm like, check this. It's not going to fit in a bin. Look how big this piece of shit is. And, uh, last person on the plane because of that. <laughs> I was that guy. But we still uh, we took off um, and hashtag blessed uh, window seat. Nobody sat in the middle. Extra room. Extra room is always good. So A1 sitting up front, feeling all right. Slept the whole time. Back in Minnesota. Um, a little worse for wear, but a little richer than I was. Uh, thank you, Carlito Alcaraz for finishing off a bunch of parlays. And honestly, football went pretty well this weekend. Teaser right off the bat didn't go good with the uh, Rams. But the teaser leg of the century of the week in the Vikings was easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. You could have played multiple alt lines. That was a pleaser leg, apparently. And then everything else won that I bet except for the Chargers over, thanks to the Raiders. So the Browns over, the... Uh, Jets under, the Cowboys under, the Falcons over, and then both team totals we gave away on the deep dive. If you were able to find it, because Apple is being a real turd burger right now. We're just trying to figure that out. Why just suddenly podcasts aren't going up now that football starts. It sucks. But, uh, yeah, those two those two team totals, I believe it was Jets under 18.5 and, and Cowboys under 24 and a half. They scored nine and three respectively. So our secret pod play team total game is mid-season form, rounding right into form. Hopefully find some more this week. Be back Wednesday for that. It's nice. Uh, and a Monday night, Monday night football. We'll have a halftime show exactly. tonight, and we'll start with that. Denver, and I know we've got some first TDs. This is my favorite part. We have first TD scores, but <laughs> off the bat, right off the bat here, Denver, Seattle, Russell Wilson, instant revenge game. Geno Smith still in the league game. Um, sorry about <laughs> DK and Lockett. Like they, they're good receivers, but they have Geno Smith. We'll see how that goes. Denver is a nice size favorite here. Six and a half total 43. I am going to bet for touchdown scores that noobs put up. I am going to bet some props if anybody sees a good one. And then I wanted my own action, so I took a small piece of a first-half team total in Denver. This is one of those two where you've seen uh, all weekend from the teams who actually have competent offenses, competent, uh, I don't know, play callers, quarterbacks, you've seen some really nice first drives from a bunch of teams. Like, you've had six months to prepare this first drive. You have a lot of scripting. So I guess we'll see uh, what the new coach has up his sleeve, but really, really hoping we get off to a nice start with the Broncos. They score first. So I took first half team total over 13. I found even money on that. I think we can get, uh, I think we can get there with the Broncos. I really, really, really shit on the Seattle defense in our previews. 
And I don't think I don't think they did really anything to improve that. If if anything is going to surprise us on the Seahawks, it would be the offense. I really don't think the defense will. So I'm uh, I'm real keen on Broncos scoring on their first drive and then just trying to find me seven more points, seven more points throughout the rest of the first it. half. So small bet on that. Just uh, wanted some action tonight outside of first touchdown scores. But boy, it would be nice if the first touchdown score was on the Broncos. I guess. So what do uh, what's the look? What's the action? Where's the juice? The juice is the action. We got a few, but I'll, do we know if Denver took the preseason seriously? I think one of the takeaways from yesterday, maybe even specifically just from that Bengal Steelers game, was avoid teams that didn't play any of their starters for the last three yeah. four weeks. I think Denver, I think Russell got a, got a couple reps in. So they, I think you're right. They should be nice and fresh. Yeah, there was uh, there were definitely some teams that could, like, oh, you look horrible. Like You're going to look better. I think we're okay. The Dallas Cowboys are not one of those teams, by the way. But, no. So I'm, uh, I've, I have full faith. Uh, Broncos country, let's ride. Let's do it. Now, first touchdown scores. A handful of people here and even some Broncos here for Andy. Hopefully we can get one of them in for first touchdown score. Also, we'll be doing a spaces tonight. Me and Vegas Refund are going to get on about 6.30 Eastern or so. Talk about first touchdown score a little bit. Talk about more of these plays. And who knows, I have all afternoon. Maybe I'll find another one or two to add. But we'll start with the tight end from the Broncos. Albert Akwubunam? Alberto, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Love him. I think he's just going to be a touchdown machine for this to team. Karen o. Might be. Of the kind AAS. of an interesting family tree. Karen o from the AAS, of course. But, yeah, Alberto is going to be a touchdown machine this year. If you're a DFS player, I think you need to have an Alberto russell wilson stack pretty much every week, especially in situations like this where, as Andy said, the defense is less than spectacular. I think we're definitely going to see him get open. And we know that Russell Wilson loves to look at tight ends. It's a huge target for him. And as he's getting a little more comfortable with some of these Denver wide receivers, I think he's going to look over the middle and see this great big guy wide open. 13 to 1 looks great to me. I would have this closer to single digits. Um, and I will say, Zane, give me Cortland Sutton two touchdowns tonight. I think that he's got a chance to pop for two. But what are you going to do? Fantasy football is tough. Speaking of tight ends, give me the Seattle tight end. Noah Fant um, was a great first touchdown scorer when he was in Denver. Goes to Seattle here now. Doesn't have Russell Wilson, but it's not like he had spectacular quarterbacks when he was in Denver to get these first touchdowns here. And Geno Smith, obviously not a great quarterback, but we've seen him be productive. And as long as you know he can stand upright behind that offensive line, he's going to be looking for Fant. Again, really like that. And give me both quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, very mobile, um, has scores a first touchdown or two every single year. I'm going to play him anytime he is 20 to 1 or better. You can find a 21 out there. Geno Smith, another mobile quarterback that, you know, 30 to 1, I think we're getting some value here simply because Denver is the favorite. It's one of my favorite things in this market. Whoever is the favorite seems to get much more credit for scoring the first touchdown than the other team. It's just one of those things where, you know, I don't think the market necessarily looks at it correctly, knowing that there's a 50-50 shot as to who gets the ball first, et cetera. So love um, some Seahawks here, Geno Smith, and then Will Disley. Every single year, Will Disley scores the first touchdown. He does. It's There's something about the way Seattle sets up that offense. They love two tight end sets when they get close to the end zone. They love running some of that play action where all of a sudden the tight end, instead of blocking, is shooting out to the right. I think there's a great chance we see Disley again. I'm going to be playing him over and over again at 30-1. to 1. So... Albert O, Noah Fant, Russell Wilson, Geno Smith, Will Disley. Give me some quarterbacks. Give me some tight ends. All the wide receivers are expensive. All three of Denver's wide receivers um, are 10 to 1 or less. All the Seattle receivers are 10 to 1 or less. So 
going to put all of them aside. Same with the running backs. Wouldn't hold it against you if you wanted to use, say, like a risk-free bet or, you know, kind of degen out on Javante Williams. I think he's going to be great for this Denver team and just has a ton of versatility. But, yeah, taking a look at the numbers. Give me all those guys. I will start shopping immediately. Get those into my queue. I feel happy. You don't have to go to Iowa. All those numbers are offshore since, you know, there's none of the regulated books like FanDuel or DraftKings here in the desert. Oh, yeah. You are. Well, I'm going to look. I'm not driving now. There's just 0.0% chance that I'm driving any more than I have to today. Um, PGA is back. This is going to be a challenging week. It's a good week to start on no rest. No sleep till Brooklyn. But I... Yeah, it'll be my first week here doing PGA content and NFL content. That'll be a treat. But uh, kind of easing back into it, it's an okay field out here. This is the Wine Country Open. They don't call it that, but there are some people who just go here so they can take their wife to Wine Country. It is up in Napa, the Fortinet Championship. Uh, you can check out more on betspurtsgolf.com. Ron will have his preview up very soon on this. We'll have picks all through the week in the Discord. I have not made a single bet here. Um, just in my golf chats so far, there's been a lot of Tamaogi scuttlebutt saying maybe the 3M is a good comp for this course, which that actually tracks from what I know of Fortnite so far, and he played well there. And he did win his uh, his one tournament last year out on the West Coast, so... Maybe a Tom Hoagie look, but uh, Max Homa leads the field there as a favorite. Corey Connors, Hideki, Mav, McNeely, Cam Davis, Pendrith, the Canadian, Davis Riley, the young American, Sahith, Thigala. I've seen some people on him as well. Griot, McCarthy Steele, and Alexandra Norin. The Swede kind of round out the top there. Uh, it gets a little sketchy after the top few, doesn't it? It's not the greatest field. We are in the Swing season of golf, so I will. Uh, I'll have some outrights tomorrow. When I figure out I my like outrights in the morning, um, I'll, I'll have some, and then we'll talk golf on Wednesday for sure. I'll have some bets to go into this tournament, some free bets here on the show. Uh, and then congratulations before we get into tennis again to Carlos Alcaraz and Aiga Schwanta. Schwanta, that was lovely. Parlayed those together <laughs> at the over at Circa. So we could watch some tennis, and yeah, I won a bunch of loonies because I had bet uh, I got in Canada. So I'm looking forward to a fresh shipment of loonies, toonies, and honestly, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's going to be slow because they have to change all their money. It all has the queen on it. Like I'm assuming they have to just collect all the money, burn it, and then put the king on it because they are a, uh, a colony. Apparently, I do not understand moose bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't quote me on any of that. I don't know the economic policy of that. But tennis wow. goes on. We are done with big tournaments for the year until we get to the tour finals, which nobody gives a shit about. But you know what? The money spends the same. Doesn't matter if it's the US Open, the Australian Open, or the goddamn Bucharest Open. That money is all the same when you win and you get some looks here. Where the bleep is Portoros? Portoros is in Slovenia. It's a very strange week. We've got a tournament in India. Ten women's tennis returns to Asia Shania. for the first time in quite some time. They're in Portoros. And, Andy, we even have a clay tournament in the middle of Europe here. So, 
funky weekend if you're going out to, i'm sorry funky week if you're going out to handicap women's tennis make sure you know where it's being played what surface it is and these are the weeks where you really need to pay attention to travel angles and things like that and i'm going to start immediately with a, a, a travel fade here katarina siniakova very solid player is coming off a doubles u.s open championship here going to hop on a plane and fly to Puerto Rose and have to face Martina Trevisan. Trevisan not having the greatest season, really. A um, little bit of a down year for her, but just a nightmare opponent. If you're going to be a little fatigued, you're going to have a little bit of a travel hangover here. Um, she is someone that likes to force you to work around the court. She's going to continue to send balls back, really challenge your fitness level here. And at plus 165, you know, even before considering the travel angle, I would have this closer to plus 140. So a little bit of value. And then you kind of have the cherry on top that, again, Siniakova might not be totally locked in here. And she's got a day to rest. This won't be until tomorrow morning. So has had yesterday, has had, I'm sorry, has today to travel, get there, get herself set. So do expect her to play. A lot of times you'll see players pull out here. But plus 165 or better looks really good on Trevisan. Again, that'll be tomorrow morning. And then WTA, it's a 125K called the Challenger, some other places. They're in Bucharest. We're playing clay tennis again, a little European clay. Um, give me Irina Maria Barra. Um, really like her during clay season, especially at some of these smaller events. She goes up against tomorrow morning IPEC Oz, who might be IPEC. I don't really know. IPEK. It's kind of a strange name. Just Ip someone who. Ipec. Yeah, something like that. Someone who's much less talented than Barra. Um, just really see her being outclassed here. And just looking at this, I'm surprised it's. You know, minus 120 on one side, minus 110 the other, and you get down to some of these challenger events, that's more or less a pick. Um, unfortunately, they went 15 cents each way. So I just really like Barra here. However, is a much more solid favorite. Minus 145, almost minus 150. So poke around, grab that minus 120. And then a total. Katarina Bandel, you may remember her as Katarina Kozlova, plays against Donka Kavinich here, and which should be an absolute battle on clay. Um, two of these women, some of my favorite over players, on the play surface, you see them with 22-1, games, sometimes even 23 in two sets in some of these matches. Again, took a look at the over two and a half sets price. Didn't love it. Um, you know, if you can find something in the plus 165, plus 170 area, let me know and make sure you bet it yourself because that's going to be really nice. But you'll see a 20 and a half just about everywhere. Look for a 21. Sell, go ahead, sell it up to that half game. You'll get a little better price. But 20 and a half at minus 15, even minus 20 or better looks good. Again, this total should be closer to 21 and a half. So love the over here. So we'll take a dog, a short favorite, and a total all early tomorrow morning. And uh, Zane in the chat points out we do still have the Paris Masters in Bercy, which I swear to God that used to be earlier in, this, in the year. Or has it always been after the U.S.? I don't know. Maybe my my mind's off, but yeah, we do have some do have some decent tennis left. And honestly, like I said, I don't give a shit if it's a big tournament or not. We're gonna bet them all. I love I love getting a outright winner and like a uh, you know a two fifty. It's way more uh, way more satisfying, I think, especially depending on the, the price. We would have another one thousand too. I didn't realize Guadalajara had been bumped up to a one thousand, so that'll be fun. I'll be damned. I will be damned. Um, New Jersey residents, not you, noobs. You're damn close, though. Hell, you know what? Short drive. New York residents, Eastern Pennsylvania residents, 
Delaware residents who don't want to be there and want to drive a little bit. Maybe Maryland too. I don't know. Profit Exchange is live. We have a betting exchange right here in the U.S. of A. You can get down basically VIG free pretty much, especially if you're an R better, if you're a tennis person, if you have a lot of other outs. Highly recommend getting over to Profit Exchange. Link to sign up for the best bonus is in the description, in the show notes, in the YouTube show notes. Go join up. They are taking bets right now. You are basically just betting against someone else. And the middleman is barely taking a cut. Low, 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 low VIG. The uh, temperatures are dropping and so is the VIG. Get over there. It was 53 degrees when I got here. It was so cold compared to Vegas. So, all right. For that, for Noops, for Andy, for Producer Dan, for everyone here at Betsburgs, for Albert O, we'll see you tomorrow.